Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Support Solutions. In each episode, we'll chat about what we're up to and bring you fantastic interviews with guest experts, as well as our app of the month and top tips, all aimed at helping you to grow your VA business. So grab a cuppa, sit back and join us for a fun-filled hour. Hello, hello, Joe. Welcome. It's another week, another podcast, and it's quite exciting. I'm so pleased with how it's been going so far. What do you think? Are you pleased with how it's been going so far? Yes, it, it's great. Um, it, it's lovely. The podcast has been received so well, and, and everybody's uh, finding it helpful and enjoyable. Yeah, and this week we've got a treat for our listeners. This week we have Jennifer Corcoran, who is my super connector. What she doesn't know about getting business on LinkedIn isn't worth writing or thinking about. Exactly. And I'm very excited that she's going to join us in just a few minutes um, to chat about LinkedIn for VAs. Before Jennifer comes on, what have you been up to in the recent few days, Joe? What kind of projects and work have you been doing? Or maybe private stuff? Um, this week I have been working on some active campaign issues for a client. Um, struggling to get one of their automations working they tried to do it themselves and I've just gone in and done a little bit of troubleshooting so that's been quite interesting and um yeah very challenging yeah I know you like all that techie behind the scenes yeah. stuff and building a process and getting it all to work it's right up your alley absolutely so, um, I've also been working in active campaign recently I've been setting up automations for all my courses so if you land um, on one of my courses um, and you buy something I'll leave you alone but if you don't buy something <laughs> I'm gonna follow up with you and just nicely nudge you and see if maybe the time wasn't right uh, but you only get three emails in that so it's it's not going to uh, it's not going to hopefully not going to annoy people too much and I've also been planning some other content for tomorrow's VA once I get to the end of the teams for trainers speakers and coaches course uh, I'm going to focus back on some mini courses to help people do things like create an invoice or track their time. So I'm going to be creating some of those courses for both Windows and Mac. Uh, and so listeners, if there's things that you would like to know how to do in Microsoft Office, whether that's Word, Excel, PowerPoint or Outlook, drop us a line to the podcast, uh, mention that you heard us on the podcast and let us know what you'd like. And you never know, we might create a course that you want to do. Um, so you, what's been going on in home life, Joe? Has it been busy? Yeah, it's, it's always busy. Twin boys, um, always busy, always, um, despite them sort of being mobile and having their own Oyster card and not going off to secondary school, there's always something that needs to be done. Um, and I have my little border collie who likes a couple of hours out, um, which is great, getting out into nature, fresh air, and yeah. yes, that space to think and, yeah. and recover and clear your head. Yeah, that's really important. Talking about getting out into nature, we managed to go out for a walk yesterday, which was really lovely. Um, I, as you know, I live opposite the sea. Uh, we have a very pretty promenade along the front. And I was able to go for a walk along there yesterday. And the weather has turned here. It's now beginning to get warmer. So it was really beautiful. And it was just such a nice thing to do like for, for 20 minutes 
get out, clear your head, come back yeah. and get stuck back in. Yeah. Well, I think that's enough of us wittering away. Our listeners would really love to hear from Jennifer today. Yeah. So I think we should go and welcome Jennifer in. What do you think, Jo? Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to her tips. Okay, we'll talk to her in a moment. Well, I am thrilled to have Jennifer Corcoran, my super connector with us on today's episode. Jennifer, you're an award-winning social media influencer and you know loads about connecting with people on LinkedIn in particular and about leaving your comfort zone behind. And um, you used to be an executive personal assistant, but now you are a, an influencer and you're in the top um, first placed in the LinkedIn rock stars list. That's some accolade. How do you do that? Um, hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. Now, I have to admit, last week I was number one on the LinkedIn rock stars, but they, they update it monthly. So this month I'm number five. <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still top ten, so I'm, I'm still happy. Um, it's a bit like the charts. Yeah, it is. I think the main way, the main reason I got to number one, and it, it just took just a like, qualify it it doesn't mean I'm the best LinkedIn trainer in the world it just meant that I had the biggest jump in followers over the preceding month and the reason that happened was actually indirectly through coronavirus because when Flybee collapsed back in what was it February or March I can't yeah. remember anymore but I literally one weekend I reached out I did a search and I reached out to about a thousand Flybee staff that I could find on LinkedIn and I connected with them all and offered them free LinkedIn training. Wow, so it was, just, it was just something that I, I won't like. I know it makes me sound good, but initially I was feeling sorry for myself because I had three trips booked with Flybee. So I was quite selfish to begin with. I just thought, oh, I've missed my trip to Dublin to see my parents. And then my mother was meant to come and visit us in Devon. And then my husband was meant to see his mother in Manchester. So there was a bit of the poor me at the start. <laughs> uh, then I kind of was like, get over yourself. These people have lost their jobs. You've just lost a few trips. So then I kind of gave myself a bit of a <laughs> slap <laughs> and then that's why I did it one weekend I just sat down and I spent about oh, seven eight hours each day just reaching out messaging people and connecting with them so it meant that as crazy as it sounds about a fifth of my network now is Flybee so I've got a fifth of my network is in aviation so I added like another nearly 20 percent onto my Wow. Um, connection so that's why I jumped to the top place and it was funny a lot of the other LinkedIn trainers were like how did you do that was it to do with a video you made with such and such or a post and I was like it's nothing to do with anything on the home feed it's you know messenger which yeah. is all I'm about to be honest even though I do pop up on the home feed but even as a PA or a VA the magic for me is always in the back end it's always messenger and the one-to-one -one messages oh, yeah. okay well we're gonna come into that come on to that in, in, in a few minutes but I wanted to ask um, we've got a few questions we would like to put to you and the first question we've got is is LinkedIn for VAs should they be using it and, and you know what should they be bothering about it Oh yeah, definitely. I think any business owner should be on LinkedIn. Um, I know lots of VAs who are using it and using it well. And I just think it's a great place for you to show up and potentially attract clients. Um, if not clients straight away, you could meet referral partners, collaborate with people, find associates, suppliers, so many people. I think 
most people come to LinkedIn in a kind of a what can I get out of it what's in it for me and a lot of new people think oh it's all about the sales and can I find customers but I think there's so many people it's not just about your immediate customer um for example I know a lot of like creative people are resisting it like artists or you know yoga teachers but I still think it's a great place for them to, to show up because yeah. event organizers are on it and maybe somebody will be running an exhibition and the same for VAs you know and that will give you a, a place to showcase yourself so but I definitely think any business owner and especially VAs it's, it's a great place to be introduced to other business owners in your area or around the UK and definitely to find clients yeah yeah and there are, there are two versions of LinkedIn. There's the free profile that a lot of us have, and there's a premium. What's, what's the difference, and are there benefits to paying for that premium service? I, I know I'm going to look like a hypocrite because I'm going to say I think the free version is best. And just to qualify that, I'm yeah. working with LinkedIn on a project, and they've given me free access to premium for a few months. So, yeah. yeah. I took it but honestly the minute it expires I'm going to go back down to the free because I yeah. I think there's no point going to premium unless you're milking the free version first and you know you know how to get the most out of it and I can really achieve everything I want on the free version so the main differences are with premium you can see the people who have viewed you for the last 90 days whereas on the free version you can only see the last five days okay um, I personally find that most people don't have the time mm -hmm. unless you're in sales or recruitment to actually go wading through that and yeah. they kind of focus on the people they're reaching out to or who are reaching out to them. So that's one of the differences. Another difference is LinkedIn learning. Now this is a positive. So I, I, I will kind of probably do a bit of a turnaround. I do think it's good to upgrade, upgrade and try premium for free and do the 30 day trial. Um, and There'll be two times when you do this. One would be if you want to find a new job because it will just allow you to save down more searches. And another time would be if you want to learn. And actually, this is a good time to learn. So if you upgrade to premium, even for free for a month, you'll get access to all of LinkedIn learning courses, whereas you don't get them on the free version. So I think if you are like usually in the, in the old normal, <laughs> we don't have the time to sit down and do loads of LinkedIn learning courses. Whereas maybe now you might think actually I'm going to do it over the next 30 days. So yeah. that's one difference. And then another difference is when you're on premium, you get something called in-mail. So you get 15 in-mail a month and these, these are messages really and you can send 15 of them to anyone so they don't have to be immediately connected to you so they don't have to be a first degree connection they can be a second degree or a third degree so anyone around the, the globe really you can just pop an email and it gets straight into their inbox but I personally think they're a little bit spammy and hacky. So when I get one in my inbox, it doesn't mean I'm going to work with that person because they've managed to email me. It can feel, I suppose it depends on the personality, but I feel a bit like, whoa, you've just ended up in my inbox. Who are you? Yeah. Um, sometimes they can work, you know. When I've been reaching out to do workshops, um, when I lived in Croydon, I, I remember I did a trial once and I sent out 10 and I, I ended up getting one workshop out of it. So one out of 10, but most people like, well, I don't know, a lot of people do think they're quite spammy. And a similar thing you can get on the free version is if you 
belong to the same group as someone. So for example, just say you're trying to connect with someone as a VA and they haven't accepted your connection request and you're thinking, how am I going to get through to this person? They're ignoring me. If you scroll to the bottom of their profile and look at all their groups, if you join a group that they're in, then you're able to message 15 people for free a month across all your groups. So it's the exact same concept as email, except you know, you're kind of not hijacking their inbox. Yeah. So that's I use that a lot. That's, that's interesting. Great. I didn't know about that. That's, that's yeah. never. A lot of people don't know it. Um, so it's 15 across all of your groups. And an exciting thing is at the moment, LinkedIn, they are they have it in beta, but they're going to get, um, hopefully in the future, you'll be able to message everyone in your group, even uh -huh. if you're not connected. So I'm hoping they're going to roll it out soon in coronavirus, because I think if you belong to a, like a local chamber or a local FSB or you know that's a great way to just message everyone in the group and see if they're up for connecting yeah. I've, heard, I've heard some people say oh that's amazing and others say it's going to lead to a lot of spam but I think most people don't take the time so I think the people who will be doing that are the people who you know LinkedIn trainers would be doing it for sure I'll be doing it <laughs> and then probably salespeople. but I think a lot of people forget and think oh, it's still a bit of effort but actually it wouldn't take that much time if you if you have a nice message to reach out to people say we both belong to the same group blah 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 you know i'd love to connect with you you could easily send out a hundred of them in half an hour you know mm -hmm. so i think that'll be great when it comes in but for the moment definitely use the 15. that's that's really really good that's great tips yeah you mentioned before about um being all about messenger and the messaging yeah. part. So what should VAs be doing on LinkedIn? Should they be commenting? Should they be posting, writing articles, um, or just using Messenger? Or is it kind of a mixture of all of those things? I think it, it boils down to the individual's personality type and what they want to achieve. So for me, um, if you're quite lazy, if you want to do the minimum amount of effort, I think just have a really well optimized profile, use Messenger, and then the odd time, maybe once a week, go to your home feed and comment on posts from your network and just think of it as networking, you know? So even if you post comments 10 minutes a week, you're still showing up because every time you do a comment, it's like you're leaving your business card because Beside your comments, you see your headshot and your title. So if you've got a good optimized title as a VA, every time you do that little comment, people are kind of like, oh, there she is again, there she is again. Um, so that's like the basic, I think, 10 minutes a week commenting and just kind of managing your inbox. But if you want to be perceived as, I suppose, a thought leader, then you could start to do articles. And if you want to show up a bit more, visibly and if you're comfortable with a video absolutely definitely do a, you know you could have a video series and um, talking about you know what a VA is what you do you could show up once a week or once a month I think it's it's up to the individual because some individuals will want to show up every day on the home feed others might feel comfortable once a week others once a month I think as I said, at the very laziest, if you want to put the minimal effort in, and if you're a hardcore introvert, you can still get it working for you by just focusing on in, like in mail, in your messenger, and just having your 
profile reading like a good resource so that when people land on your profile they can see exactly how you can help them as a VA yeah yeah what sort of things should you be connecting with people about so when you when you connect with somebody via messenger for the first time what kind of a message I've, I've been getting a lot lately on all the platforms um, just a, a connection request uh, sometimes I accept them sometimes I don't I know when they're personalized then I'm much more inclined to accept a connection request especially if they've taken the time to find out who I am and what I do I get really cheesed off when they send me a generic quest request and uh, they've clearly got no idea what I do so what, what's your suggestions around that Jennifer I think yeah I've always been a fan of personalizing and I'm a bit old school I work mainly on LinkedIn on my desktop so yes. I definitely, I do use the app, you know, for messenger and stuff like that. But when I'm initially connecting, I think it's much easier to personalize on the desktop because you get a better prompt. Whereas when you send it from the app, when you click on connect, you, you know, you have no chance to you know, write anything. It goes straight. Yeah. There is a way to do it on the app, but it's not very counterintuitive. It's slightly to the right of connect. There's a few dots um, and, and then you click on the dots and there's a drop down and it allows you to personalize but it's not so easy to personalize from the from the app and I, I think a lot of people they don't realize, and it's not you know it's not personal I think they do actually want to write but they do it from the app I think most yeah. people do it from yeah. the app that's why you get so many non-personalized but I yeah like do old school I always just write a few sentences just let the person know exactly why you want to connect and it doesn't have to be war and peace it can be you know hi mary we both belong to the same va group on linkedin or we're both members of the chamber i'd love to connect with you so just a, a simple message like that if you don't have anything in common like you said Shelley, it's nice when people have taken the time to look at your mm -hmm. profile and if they just even comment on something on your profile or oh i see we both live in such and such or we both you know we both went to this college or we both did the same course or i i saw that you posted a blog about this or just any kind of reference point shows that the person has taken a bit of an interest and you are inclined to accept them whereas for me the ones who don't personalize they kind of sit in a queue and it's whenever I can get round to them because I prefer to focus on the people who are engaging with me and my existing network so they kind of back up really in a queue for me and I think if you if you really want to get someone's attention you just have to personalize because otherwise that's the same could happen to you you can be queued or you can be deleted off so yeah I definitely think out of every 100 I get I'd say only about two two three max send a few sentences and you really stand out then by doing that yeah, yeah I, I, I agree and what about the people that connect with you and you accept their connection and the next message to you is buy my stuff yeah, oh, yeah that's awful yeah <laughs> that is annoying um I think it all depends which way the connection came um yeah if, if they've reached out to me and then they start to do that I disconnect um, just because it's just too, it's too fast, too soon, yeah. and, and you didn't ask for it. But I think for you as a VA, I think once you connect with someone, a lot of people just, I don't know, they get a bit of stage fright then, and then they're just like, oh, they've connected with me, and that's it. And they think, <laughs> right, that's it, that's the relationship sort of, we're connected. And I'm like, that's actually the start. You need to go back and just, I just think, make chit chat the same way you make chit chat 
face to face at an event. So if either of you connected, I you know, I'd say, Oh hi, you know, hi Joe, thanks for linking up with me. Just acknowledge the fact that they've taken the time mm -hmm. to connect mm -hmm. and just say, Oh, how's it that we you here today? It's a bit rainy here in Devon, blah blah blah. Just something short and sweet. It doesn't have to be straight into what I do, what you do, whatever. So and especially at this time, I've been checking in with people and just saying, you know, how are you getting on in these strange times? Um you know, I've been lucky. My family and friends haven't been affected so far. And then I, I've, I've actually mentioned uh, that I've got a brother in New York, I've got another in Canada, and I just kind of list. My, my husband's a social worker, so I list a few points now. Um, I'm not going to lie; I do actually have a templated message saved within my email that I can take out when I'm connected with someone new. So I put that in, and it starts a great conversation because somebody will say, Oh, you know, I know someone in New York or I have got someone in Canada or, you know, or they'll start telling me about what's happening with their family. Um, and it starts a natural conversation. Yeah. So I just think be a human being, start with the chit chat. We all do it in face to face. It's the yeah. people who kind of throw their card at you straight away and start selling. You're just like, Whoa, let's no have a little chat about the coffee first or the wine or the weather, or how did you get here? It's like, yeah, somebody said to me the other day, it's like um, dating someone. You don't ask someone to date, to marry you on the first date, you know? Yeah. You have to, be, well, maybe some do, some do. But <laughs> usually you have to build up to it. So I think, yeah, a bit of chit chat, be a human being. And then what I do is probably two or three messages in, I'd say, look, I've got quite a few free resources on LinkedIn. Would you like me to send you, for example, a link to a podcast I've just recently done um, with you guys? And then usually when you ask for permission, most people say, yeah, send it to me. Um, other times I just send it, you know, like now in coronavirus, I say, look, I've got a few free resources. They might be of interest. Here's a podcast. Here's a webinar. Here's this. And most people are like, especially now, they are grateful. So it's about giving some value first. So some kind of... Um, I suppose it's a lead generation as well. So if you're a VA, maybe you have a useful document or a PDF checklist about how to do something better, or maybe you have created a video or, you know, some top tips and then you've given them value. And ideally they will come back to you in a few days or a week or so and say, that was great, blah, blah, blah. And it leads to another conversation. If not, you can go back to them maybe a week or so later yeah. Say hi, Twitch and Beta. How are you? I don't know. Did you get a chance to have a look at my checklist? I'd love your. I'd. I'd love your feedback. So it's not even about the yeah. sale. If they yeah. say that's amazing, you know, I think God, I really need a VA to help me with my blah blah blah. That's the, you know, red alert. Right, get them yeah. on email. Get them on the phone. Just say, oh, I'd love to chat with you. Um, do, do you want to send me what's your email, or do you want to send me one? I can send you a link. Let's have a you know free discovery call. And, you know, if I can't help you, I'll see how I can connect you to someone else. Yeah. So that's really the ideal scenario. <laughs> and to be honest, it's going down really well at the moment because I think people are grateful for free help and support, whereas mm -hmm. there would have been a bit of cynicism in the past. I'd say out of every two messages I sent, one was ignored when I'd say, would you like this, whatever, webinar, whatever. And I wasn't necessarily trying to bring someone down a sequence. I was actually just trying to help and kind of go, well, I've made this, do you want it? You know, and yeah. now I'm noticing 90, 95% of people are like, yeah, thank you. Wow. This is amazing. And I think, do you know what? I actually shared something similar two months ago with you and you didn't give a damn, excuse my language, but it's funny. I think people are open to it now 
which yeah. is good. They're taking yeah. help for what it is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think you... people's mindset has changed yeah. because of the situation. Joe, did you have another question for Yeah, I mean, I was just wondering what um, Jennifer would say the biggest mistake she sees on LinkedIn. Is it the poor quality attempts at connection or is there something else that really stands out for you? Oh God, there's a few things really. I think that the number one really is a poor profile. Just not spending the time to optimize it because mm. then when you are leading out to connect or you know, you're posting content, I just think you haven't built your solid foundation. So people, you know, if, if you are reaching out to connect, they will look you up. And if the profile's not good, they're not going to be interested. So I think you have to put as much effort and time into your LinkedIn profile as you do for your website. So a lot of companies and VAs will have amazing content on their website. They'll have paid for their professional headshot. Maybe they'll have got their copy done and um, they'll have looked into SEO. They'll have, you know, their branding, but then you look at their LinkedIn and they've put none of that in there. And I'm like, you actually have it all. You just really need to make yourself pop more. So I think at the basic level, just optimizing your cover banner, your headshot and your headline so that people are bothered to read on. Um, because a lot of people, they just don't take advantage of, you know, the cover banners like advertising kind of space behind your head and telling people what you do, especially if you're a VA, it would be good to list, you know, your company name, your logo, your brand and what you specialize in, whether that's, you know, social media, bookkeeping, graphics, whatever. I think it's, you're like missing a trick if you don't optimize that area. And the same, having a good quality professional headshot really stand, helps mm. you to stand out and builds that no like, and trust you've invested in yourself. So I'm going to invest in you. Whereas, you know, a poor, you know, photo, whether it's cropped out from a night out or, you know, it doesn't really look <laughs> professional. They're not really selling themselves. And I think a headline you know, somebody might put in VA or virtual assistant, but that's too vague. That's just your title. And you need to put in, you know, who you are, who you help and how you can help them. So you need to list your keywords, be mindful of branding on LinkedIn and also search engine optimization. So you need to have all the right words, just as you would on your website, you need to have them all in your LinkedIn profile so that you're going to show up in more searches. So I think, yeah, you need to get the foundation right first before you worry about the connection and the content strategy yeah that's like the biggest i think people just try to run before they walk and they just haven't built a solid foundation it's like a house they're worried about painting it and putting the roof on and i'm like you haven't got a foundation built yet yeah that's amazing sets of tips there um and and great because I, I was going to talk about how to optimize your profile but you've <laughs> covered that in it very very well in, in those tips so that's absolutely brilliant that's great jennifer it's been absolutely a super session i'm sure our listeners are going to have lots of things that they can take away and and uh, and maybe you'll be getting a lot more connections on linkedin as a result oh that's good i'm happy to connect to anyone if they want to you know personalize tell me they watch this podcast i will accept them straight away great stuff Perfect. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a real pleasure. And, uh, and I'll see you over on LinkedIn. Well, thanks very much, girls. <laughs> Ladies. <Okay. laughs> Wasn't that a great interview with Jennifer, Joe? What, what, what did you think about that? 
Oh, she just gave such great tips there. The, the key tip for me was about the optimizing the profile, making sure that you're using all the elements within the profile and particularly putting that banner out there. I mean, what a window for your services. Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, if you want to look at my profile on LinkedIn, you'll see that it's got my logo, uh, it's got icons for all the courses that I offer, uh, obviously my name. Uh, and then of course, you've got your headline and, and I, I call myself the MS Office Maestro on, uh, on LinkedIn and, and that's another kind of element of, of my branding. Uh, I, work, I was on a, um, a training with Jennifer or a year or so ago and as a result of that I actually created my banner in PowerPoint and I then went on and recorded a video on how to create that banner in PowerPoint but of course you could create it in Canva or any other you know editing software that you're comfortable with but I, I did mine in PowerPoint and um, I can share a link to that video I think it's on my YouTube channel later in the show notes but um, which brings us on to we we each episode we're going to talk about our app or tip or topic of the week and because we've been looking at LinkedIn which is social media we thought this week that we talk about social media scheduling absolutely yeah because Jennifer was talking there about the minimum that you need to do which like show up once a week and comment and share perhaps and like things I show up an awful lot more than that uh, I don't know about you, Joe, but I'm on LinkedIn somehow most days, whether that's liking something or leaving a comment. Um, because obviously, as, as Jennifer said, whenever you comment, your details show up. So it's, yeah. it's an ever-changing feed. And I have to admit, I also use a scheduling tool. Um, and, and we schedule content using, I use a tool called Promo Republic, uh, which I really, really love. And um, it's got a built-in editor, a built-in photo editor, and it connects to lots of social media accounts. So my VA, who I know it's not you, Joe, it's somebody else, um, she spends some time helping me with the graphics for that social media and doing all the bits that I don't have time to because I'm busy creating courses. And we schedule um, to LinkedIn two or three times a week using Promo Republic. And it also means I can schedule to other platforms as well. So it means that when I show up on LinkedIn every day, I can show up for five minutes and just go through my feed, find interesting stuff, or talk to people in Messenger as Jennifer suggests. So, uh, so that's my favorite tool, but I have used others in the past. What do you use, Joe? If, if you're scheduling? Um, I'm a bit hit and miss, I have to say, with scheduling, but over the years I've, flirted a little bit with Hootsuite, which is a great tool. Um, Buffer is another one, and that's probably the one I find easiest to use. Currently trialing something called Content Cal at the moment, and I really like that because I can, I can see a calendar, but I can actually see the posts. Mm. Um, lots of them have calendar features, but you can't always see the detail of the post in the calendar feature. So I quite like that one. Most of these tools will do exactly the same thing, which essentially is schedule posts across various platforms. You might need to look at different platforms for Instagram and Pinterest versus Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, and you can always schedule in Facebook, directly in Facebook. A lot of it will depend on your budget, whether you are free, paid for, and the amount of 
scheduling that you're doing yeah so for example if i go back to the one that i use which is promo republic that actually does allow me to schedule to instagram pinterest twitter facebook linkedin and probably others as well um, but those are the ones because i'm everywhere those are the ones that that we schedule to and uh, with the with the instagram posts what it does is it has a second app uh, there's an app on your phone because Instagram really you only post from your phone. Yeah. So what Promo Republic does is at the time where that scheduled message is to go out, I get a notification. I'm allowed, I then go in and open that on my phone, um, copy, schedule it, send it to my feed and then copy and paste the text of it into the text area and post it. So it's as if I'm doing it from my phone. So although it's scheduled, it's also kind of live. So it's yeah. just that we've pre-created that content uh, yeah. and then it goes out at the time that we wanted to. So what could happen is perhaps I've asked um, Zita to create something on a specific day. When it comes to it, it may not be relevant. When, when we just decided what the plan was, it was totally relevant. But today yeah. something else has happened. It's no longer relevant. I don't actually have to, to let it go, which I think is really quite a nice feature. The other yeah. thing about Promo Republic that I love is, is it has a calendar like you like to see, like Content Cal, but not only does it have a calendar, it has a built-in editor like Canva, and it gives me suggestions of upcoming events, what kind of things to post, and a whole load of ready-made posts that I can customize with my colors and change the wording of all the pictures. So I, it's, it's really powerful. And um, as you can gather, I quite like it. Um, it sounds like you're a raving fan. I am a raving fan, especially as um, if I had to do it all myself, then, uh, then I would uh, definitely be in there all the time. So uh, I, I just, that's what has to be. Um, but yeah, so yes, when I first started out, Hootsuite was the first one. Uh, yeah. And I've used Buffer, and I used another one called Social Oomph. But you're right, they don't all schedule to all programs. So we do have to um, find... It's, I find it's very much about try them on the free trial, see if you're comfortable with the interface, see if it does what you want it to do for your business, because no two VAs or businesses will operate in the same way. And it is very important try it, use a free trial. If you don't like it, get rid of it, move on to the next one until you find the, the system that works for you. Absolutely, I, I couldn't agree more. And I'm sure that if uh, any social media VAs are listening to us, we would love you to comment. And um, we'd love to hear from you. And yes. we, can, we can pass any advice that you've got on in a future episode. And in fact, if you're a social media VA and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, drop us a line, drop me a line to Shelley at tomorrowsva.com or to Joe at Joe at jlbsolutions.co.uk. JLB support solutions. I will get it right one day. <laughs> and uh, it's like my previous company name was a very long name and I never got it quite right. So it's just what it is. Um, so yeah, so if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, drop us a line and let us know all of the information and how to get in touch with us is on the web page for the podcast and um i think that's about all we have time for this week joe isn't it absolutely it's been another cracking episode and look forward to um 
chatting with our next guest. Absolutely. See you on the next one. Bye. You've been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We look forward to seeing you or hearing you or you hearing us in the next episode, which is coming very soon.